welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Welcome to the campfire. Absolutely. And I don't know if you've noticed, but we have been on the road now for what, three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. Left uh, left home about three weeks ago, went to Quartzsite. We are now on the road back to our home, our Stixie and Brixie. Stixie and Brixie. So we actually are in a campsite today at the Santa Cruz Harbor RV Park. Yeah. One of the oddest... RV parks I have yeah. ever been in. We thought maybe we'd sit out by the campfire and do a little YouTube version of this, but uh, we're like on a street, yeah. and 50 feet away are the sailboat harbors, that, you know, slips, and um, there's a lot of traffic on the street, so sitting outside didn't seem like the best yeah, idea. Yeah, they're working on diesel boat engines out there, and there was the oddest guy came by, like his arms were really strange, and he had a big anchor tattooed on his arm. And he kept asking about spinach. Hey, what or... spinach? I don't know. Yeah, it was the way he's like... Something about all the like, sailboats. Oh, do you got skinny spinach? He had the oddest voice. He was a sailor like, man guy. I know. It was like, oh, I want some spinach. I'm guts to bleed up that <laughs> other big guy. <laughs> so it was really strange. It was the oddest experience. I, I don't know you who don't he was. You don't expect sailors in an RV park that much. No. And he only had... <laughs> Here he was like winky. And it was, it was odd. I really like that anchor tattoo though yeah i know yeah <laughs> and then as he left he had a song oh yeah remember he, he was, was like blowing smoke out his pipe yeah, and stuff. trippy really trippy <laughs> no but seriously this park is it's literally a parking lot on the side of the road yep. with hookups full hookups full hookups so we got that going for yeah, us <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about that another time and we have an rv park that we want to talk about at the end of this but we want to talk about finding your tribe we do indeed your peeps your clan. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> because a lot of people, now maybe there's probably, you know, lots of couples that are just out there or single people that are just out there RVing and they're perfectly happy not to belong to any group or tribe. But some people say, well, I don't know if I want to get into this because what am I going to do? Just be alone all the time? Right. What spurred this is when we had a booth at the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. Yes. And we talked to a lot of people and a few of them just said, no, nah, I don't I, I don't want like this boondocking thing because I don't want to be all alone. Right. And you don't have to be. Right. There are so many ways to find your tribe, but I think the first place to start is what do you like? Yeah, exactly. Do you do you have a specific RV that you particularly like to travel in? You'll probably find a group of those RVs. Are yeah. you a veteran? Do you prefer vintage RVs? There are also groups you can belong to. There's We have talked before about the Family Motor Coach Association, or FMCA, which now allows any type of RV. Right. Uh, it started with basically bus conversions, for lack of a better ah. description. And now they'll allow towables, um, you know, fifth wheels, travel trailers, and of course, motorhomes. And motorhomes. There are so many subgroups. So, for example, right. I know we've talked about this before, but the Golden Spike chapter, which is about trains or... There, there, there are, are regional chapters that are yeah. location-based and there are chapters based on... Um, on things that you like, like the Frustrated Maestros. Yeah, Frustrated Maestros. <laughs> there's actually several Frustrated Maestros chapters. But anyway, there's like a lot of subgroups in the FMCA. So if you join the FMCA, then you'll find 
you know, one or three or five groups yeah. specifically that you're going to really love. The same thing with the group called Escapees. They have birds of a feather. So they have right. different, you know, what FMCA calls chapters, Escapees calls birds of a feather. So they have birds of a feather for I don't know, Thor Motorhomes and one for the, the one boomers. that we joined for the week, for the week that we were in Quartzite was the boomers. Yeah. And so these boomers were people who were, you know, okay, boomer, but they were <laughs> people of a specific age group. And like ours. Yeah, ours. <laughs> and it was interesting because this boomers group gathered together. There were well over a hundred rigs out in the desert and they showed movies and they had workshops and, uh, the telescopes were really fantastic, just all that kind of stuff. And so what happens is if you join any of these subgroups of these larger organizations, you will very likely find people with whom you share a common interest. So whatever that happens to be, certain types of food, certain camping styles, a any of that stuff, these subgroups are a good place to get to know people who share your camping style. Right. And most of these groups have their own rallies or campouts or, you know, different kind of group activities. So you can find out about the group and join the group and then go to a couple of these rallies and get to know people. And then when you are looking for a place to go, you're either going to find someone that's already there or you're going to find someone who wants to go with you. One of the things we have, I think we've mentioned this before, we uh, we own a Rockwood Mini Light travel trailer, and when I bought it, I noticed, gosh, there's no good Rockwood groups that I could find on Facebook. So I started one. Well, as of this morning, there's over 4,200 people right. in it. And so we have organized rallies for the Rockwood group. Right, and other members in other parts of the country have organized Rockwood yeah. rallies that we haven't been able to go to. So Facebook may be another place where you can go and find the people who match your style or are of your ilk. What You know, whatever that happens to be. Um, right, whether camping with dogs, camping with children. Right, yeah, families. Oh, my gosh, there are so many online groups for uh, family right. RVs. Right. And there, there's also a, a great podcast, as long as we're talking about it, the um, RV Miles. They have three boys and they right. and have a Right, and they're full-timers. Yeah, yeah. full-timers talking about traveling with their family. So that's, uh, that's another place you might look at podcasts or Facebook right. groups or, gosh, there's so many. So the bottom line, you really do not have to camp alone if that's you your preference. You do not. Now, we have what she might not like being called, but the leader of a specific group. Yes. And that is Girl Campers. And Janine Pettit has the podcast Girl Camper and the website Girl Camper. And we were so fortunate to get to hook up with Janine over our stay in Quartzsite. And we have a little interview for you to share. Yeah. we When we were in Quartzsite, we spent three days camping with Janine. She had a Lance pickup camper. And, of course, we had our Rockwood. And there were a few other people in a subgroup. And so we got to talk to Janine Pettit, the, the head of Girl Camper. And so uh, without any further ado, let's let's play that interview. We would like to welcome to the campfire somebody who we hope you already know and love as much as we do, Janine Pettit, who is the founder of Girl Camper, which is an incredible resource for women looking to get into and thoroughly enjoy 
the whole camping experience. Janine, it is so great to have you here. Oh, I am thrilled to finally be camping with you guys. <laughs> Dream come true. For us as well. If somebody has been in a closet or in a cave and doesn't know about <laughs> Girl Camper, give us a little story about the whole experience there. Well, the short story is that, you know, I grew up in a camping family and I love camping. Always loved it. And then I married a non-camper. And you just think when you marry a non-camper and you take him camping that he's going to love it. But he didn't. <laughs> he didn't love it. Um, hello. So anyway, they were my favorite childhood memories, camping, you know. And I found out that there were all these women that camp without spouses. And women of all kinds, like... Um, Widowed women, married women, divorced women, any woman who just wants to get out there. And i that was revolutionary to me. I just thought, I, I'm going to be one of those women. So when I got out there, I saw women doing things that looked dangerous to me. And I saw women carting really big campers on really small tow vehicles. And I just started going online, like, let me share this resource with this woman so she knows that... You know, you really have to know what your gross vehicle weight is, and those resources weren't out there. So, you know, they say that you write the book you want to read. So that's what happened with me. I just had to start creating it myself, and that led to the founding of Girl Camper. Girl Camper is a website, a podcast, a social media presence. It's it's anywhere you want to be. But the website component recently got completely redone, and just the the knowledge base and the the value there is incredible. Tell us a little about that. Well, yeah, when I started Girl Camper in 2015 and for maybe two years, 2014. So in, I think it was 2016, this is my fifth year at, at, as a podcaster, a media company approached me and said, uh, why don't you do a podcast? And I said, what's a podcast? <laughs> I mean, I, I literally did not know. And, well, I love old-fashioned radio stories. I loved Garrison Keeler. So the whole idea <laughs> of just, like, creating a weekly podcast was a little scary to me, but I thought it was a great way to convey information. So I went from just blogging on a little personal blog about Girl Camper to creating the podcast and four years went by, and our brand was growing and awareness. Our membership um, doesn't cost anything to be a girl camper. So anyone can join us in our Facebook group and get information. But then I had this idea like, you know, there's all these women out there, and they're so talented, and they know so much. And I can't go to all the camper colleges. You can't be in all the places. And I, <laughs> nope. I just... It just said, you know, like, we need Girl Camper guides across the country. Many times people ask me, you know, when are you coming to Maine? When are you coming to Vermont or California? Well, this gives me the opportunity to send out all of our legions of really experienced, encouraging women out there to talk about Girl Camper, the things that they can do to help other women be safe on the road, to encourage and entice them to get their foot in, you know, get the foot in the door and get started girl camping. So this year we opened 10 chapter guides around the country and we have 40 more guides um, getting ready to get started this oh. year. So by the end of 2020, I think we'll have 50 girl camper guides around the country, each creating their own little stories and presence and 
um, sharing what they love about camping because every girl camper has a story and everybody's is a little different. We, we like to say there's no wrong way to camp like a girl. And so one of them might be a van camper. One of them might be a hammock hanger. One of them could have a big giant fifth wheel. Another one could be in a converted, you know, minivan because they don't own a trailer yet. So um, these women can get out there and they can share their experiences and they're experts in their part of the country. So our Rocky Mountain girls, we call them our front range girls. If you need to know something about how to camp in Rocky Mountain National Forest, you've got to go over there, National Park, you've got to go to their site and they got tips and tricks for getting the best sites at Rocky Mountain and the best hikes to take and where to eat when you're in Estes Park. And so they cover that part of the country. So each one of our guides is a little micro tourism expert on her part of the country. And so each of these microsites is actually, you just find them on girlcamper.com. Yes. So if you go over to girlcamper.com homepage, there's a toolbar across the top and it's going to say something like, I should know this, right? It should say something <laughs> like find a guide near you or, or our girl camper chapters, something along those lines. <laughs> that nomenclature is Well, you don't want to give it away. Yeah. You want them to actually, res- uh, actually look around you. a little Get bit. Get over there and find it. <laughs> it's pretty easy to find. We're not yeah. just going to bring it to you on a platter. <laughs> but it would be a really beautiful platter. It would be a beautiful platter. Well, and it'd probably know, be made, like to, and it'd probably be plaid. Yeah. And we like to camp <laughs> like girls. Like camping is not uncomfortable. We want to dispel that idea that if you're camping, you're freezing, you're cold, your back hurts, right. you're on the ground, you're eating like dried food out of a bag. No. Not any of that. We really camp in comfort and style and yeah. Yeah, and there's so many proper ways. And speaking of camping in style, Janine's sister founded the Hold You Foundation, and they have this trailer that uh, Arpod donated to the foundation that's a raffle trailer. But then Janine took that factory trailer and talk about adding style and doing things your own way. She just put a whole lot of incredible design into it. So I, I want to know more about how about that whole process. And one of the things that intrigued Peggy, which uh, will happen to this trailer, <laughs> is that uh, stick-on wallpaper. Yeah, I keep looking around at my walls going, God, well, they're all brown. Can't we, can we get some of that wallpaper like Janine did? <laughs> yes, you can, Peggy. And I'm sitting here in your little trailer, and I can see you're a quilter. Because you have covered up your valances, you've got some great quilting appliques going on on the walls here. And that's what we wanted to tell people. You can take your trailer from factory to fabulous. Like, I don't know anyone who buys a house and just moves in with other people's wallpaper and designs and color schemes and right, carpet. and doesn't change anything. Like you want to make it your own. And you can do that with a camper. And so thanks um, be to God for Forest River, who donated a brand new 2020 RPOD 196. And we took that camper. And with the help of our friends at Spoonflower, we took that from factory to fabulous. So Spoonflower makes removable wallpaper. Spoonflower started, it's a quilting company. And, oh. the, and they make 750,000 patterns. And 
those patterns can be purchased in removable wallpaper, regular wallpaper, quilting fabric, upholstery. Like, oh. And what's really cool about Spoonflower is you can actually upload a design of your own. So if you're one of those creative people, you can do that and they will print your own design. So Spoonflower gave us a budget and we went and we really took that factory to fabulous trailer to a new level. So if the person who wins it in our charity raffle for Hold You doesn't like it, peels right off with absolutely no damage to your trailer walls. And a lot of people fear decorating their trailers because they think that's going to be some kind of loss when they go to sell it. Right. But no fear here. You can take all the wallpaper off. Pick out your own style. Well, there are a lot of people who, when they when they turned in trailers, having come out of the RV industry, they turned in trailers and they had done some modifications. And of course, you know, some things are done better than others. And there are some modifications where you will devalue the, the trailer a lot. <laughs> like but, throw away the couch? <laughs> I don't. Where's the crickets button on this mixing yeah, console? Right? Although I gotta tell you, we're sitting here in your rockwood, and it's cozy. Oh, as it's can fabulous! Be. I love so it. So you took your couch out, but that's the fun thing. You know that you've got to make your trailer, your RV, your home. Right. You have to make it work for you, and you and. Everything we did to the 196 is completely reversible. We didn't make any structural modifications in it. And so anybody who gets it will be able to use it, right. you know, how, how make it their own. But I, I, I want people to approach their RV the way you approach your home. Like, make it homey. It's your home on the road. Right. That's brilliant. And I know when, when I was working in the RV industry and selling RVs, we would get women in the dealership, you could tell that they had dealt with a lot of these RV salespeople who were like, oh, next time, bring your husbands. And mm. and I would say, <laughs> okay, well, first of all, you know, figure out what, what style, where you want to go, the kind of camping. And I said, and here, and I would write on the back of my business card, girlcamper.com. You, you have to start there <laughs> because it's, it's, and sure enough, I sold a lot of RVs to women who were maybe a little bit on the fence and just yeah. going to girlcamper.com gave them so much encouragement and, and so many ideas. And so, you know, like they don't think I can't do this. Well, that's our goal. And it was really interesting. Um, maybe six months or so ago, I was sitting in bed, scrolling my phone. And I said to my husband, Oh, listen to this letter that one of our listeners sent to me. And she wrote me this long letter. And she said, you know, dear Janine, my husband passed away suddenly. And we had all these plans. We had things we were going to do. Mm -hmm. And now that's not going to happen. And she said, I was kind of floating around and just still in a swirl of grief and disbelief. And she said, somebody told me about your podcast because it had been their plan to go RVing together. And she said, I, I never knew there was such a thing as girl campers or girl camping community. And she said, I started listening to your podcast because it's cheerful. But she <laughs> said, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I never pictured myself doing it. She said, I thought those women were exceptional people in some way. Like they possessed something some different that thing. I didn't possess. But she said, I'm here to tell you that I'm approaching the one year anniversary of my husband's death. And you have encouraged me. And today I bought a camper. That oh, is so yeah. fabulous. And so she said, after six months of listening to you she said something switched in my head and I 
I began to understand that there's no special gene that people possess. Right. You just decide to do it, and then you gather information. And a lot of times people will say to me, well, you're, you're a women's empowerment group. And I said, well, you know, we're more like a women's encouragement group. Because right. to say we're empowering women implies that somehow we were disempowered right. and we're not any more than a man is disempowered from vacuuming. Like we have these gender roles and we ha that have been assigned to us and God has created us in a way in which we are inclined to one way or another. Women are nurturers and, and men are task doers, you right. know, hunters and gatherers, you know, but we have a, we have made it our goal at girl camper to say, we believe you possess these skills and we can bring them to the surface and hone them for you and you can get out there and do that too. And so when I get a letter like that, it just, it cheers me to my soul. It just makes yeah, me so happy sure. that we contributed in some way to helping someone build a new life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of women still get treated in the RV industry as, oh, honey, why don't you come back with your husband to make a buying decision? I think we still have a long way to go. And Girl Camper is such a great tool to help make that change because the change does need to happen. It is changing. I, I can tell you myself, even in the last five years that I've seen the change, I've experienced it. I have RV dealerships call me up and say, would you like to come here and do a camper college? We'd like to know more about how you are helping women get out on the road. And a lot of that falls to me in educating the RV dealer. Uh, and, and I think today... You know, there's some dregs of these kind of people left over in the world who, you know, honey, bring in your husband. Right. And if, if you walk into a dealer and get that, turn on your heels and go. For yeah. sure. It's not your job to educate these people. Just go to a different <laughs> dealership. You know, if the dealership has somebody like that on their staff, make their manager aware and go someplace else. But I am seeing such an effort on the part of the RV industry and the part of dealership owners and the way they train their own people to make sure they're giving everybody good information out there and not treating anybody like they're different than anybody else. Women right. don't need special RV training. Right. They just need RV training. They just training. need RV training. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's uh, the money is, is the same color no matter who the buyer is. And so it's, uh, but there's so much opportunity out there. And, and from the, the women who I said I worked with who ultimately bought an RV from me, they're having a blast. And, and it's a big thank you to you, Janine, for, for basically providing that resource to let them realize what they're, what they're capable of, but also all the ways you can enjoy this incredible way of seeing this wonderful country. There's so much to see out there, and we just want people to know We'll have your back. We'll help you get out there. If you don't want to travel alone, we'll find people you can travel with. Right. And if you want to go out there and be a, you know, kick butt solo women traveler, we, we've got resources and apps and people that will help you along the way and help you stay safe out of there on the road and find people to meet up with when you get there. And yeah. so if you go over to girlcamper.com, you will read uh, in our Girl Camper Wisdom, which I'm happy to say you two are a part of, you'll read the stories of women who are doing it. And everybody does it a little different. So there is really no wrong way to camp like a girl. You've got to be true to yourself, but you will find women 
uh, who are writing over at girlcamper.com, and they are talking about how they do it. And everybody has a different story, and one of them is going to really resonate with you and make you feel at home. Right, exactly. Absolutely. And so, well, my last my last little bit is I, I'm, I'm going to do a little uh, a little unearthing or looking. What is that behind the curtain? And I know anybody who has Uh-oh. enjoyed. I know <laughs> anybody. <I'm nervous. laughs> no, you shouldn't be because anybody who has listened to your podcast or just experienced your your videos online and such, and you go, God, she is the most wonderful, upbeat, pleasant human being on the planet what's she really like and and we've spent the past few days here camped in the desert with janine pettit and i'm here to tell you what she's really like yeah (laughs) she's really just exactly like you hear she's she's upbeat and fabulous Uh, and always smiling and i don't have the energy to be any other way (laughs) and we were at a family wedding and one of my cousins came up to me and said you are so buoyant (laughs) <laughs> and I said, you know, I think that is a good word. Thank to you. <laughs> you know, I really, I, I admit this, I'm a total Pollyanna. I always think there's a silver lining. I think there's a way around things. And, you know, when things happen in my own life and I get down in the dumps or something, I don't know. I just think there's something in me. I never can stay down for long. I always am like a beach ball held underwater. I always pop back up a little higher. <laughs> I just... I've been that way since I was a kid, and I just, I just am. I don't know why. You know, that's just my nature. Well, it's just it's it's, it's been, a great nature. Oh, yeah, thank you. You're so kind. It's been such a great pleasure to to spend this time in the desert here with you. We are, by the way, recording this in our travel trailer somewhere in the middle of the Arizona desert, <laughs> running middle com- of nowhere. Yeah, running on battery power. Uh, testing out some new stuff here, and uh, well, if you can, if you get this podcast, then then that then means you'll we're, know it worked. Yeah, it we're worked, completely right? successful. Which I got to <laughs> tell you is another pe- uh, thing I want people to know about the RV industry. So w- I think you guys on StresslessCamping.com and me at Girl Camper, we encourage a lot of wannabes. You know, right. when I started Girl Camper, I thought it was going to be people doing it, but it's not. It's people who want to get their foot in the water, you know, their foot in the door and their toe in the water. And so here we are. We, we're we not suffering, are we? Not oh. at all. We're sitting here soaking up the sun all day in the desert. We've got hot water. We've got running water. We've got potties. We've got showers. We've yep. got fans running. The only thing we have not been able to do here is run a microwave. Which we haven't needed to do. Which we hardly use at home anyway. Right. So we're in no way suffering. The RV industry is making fantastic products to just make our camping comfortable. And I've enjoyed this week here so much with you guys. And just seeing all these people out here, just get your juices going, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty pretty exciting. And you look at the, for example, in our little group here, we're in a, a larger group of escapees. But in our little group here, we have not run a generator or mm-hmm. anything. It's nope. all been solar and battery. So I'm out here road testing the Lance Truck Camper, which has oh, been a yeah. real treat for me because that's just this little micro home on wheels. And I can't wait to talk about it because every woman who is afraid to tow, this is a fantastic option right. for them. Right. So, I've been tooling all around. This thing fits into a regular parking space, and I've had no issues with it at all. Uh, I've been just, just enjoying being able to hit the road with minimum worry. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're going to have to tune into girlcamper.com for the full report. But uh, I was so looking forward to seeing this thing because what Janine's driving this week is an F-150, that's 150, I said, mm-hmm. diesel <laughs> with a six and a half foot uh, camper on the back. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, it's a pickup that, you know, half a million people a year buy and Lance has made a camper just for that. And so last night we were all sitting there at the dinette talking and such. And it's a neat setup. It is, yeah. We were pretty cozy, three of us uh, yeah. in there. We we weren't packed in like sardines. Right. You know, I was up no. on the bed loft looking down. You guys were comfortable <laughs> at the booth. And we sat there for yeah, hours. Yeah, I was all stretched out and yeah. relaxed. Chewing the fat, solving the world's problems. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. So... Uh, Lance has done a neat job with making a camper for the half-ton pickup. Yep. Well, they make great products. And yes, I'm, they do. Yeah, you can check out our... We just did a video with Go RVing. Uh, it's on Go RVing's Facebook page, and you can see the video of their two new ultralights that they have coming out this year, which were spectacular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of them is that 2075. Yeah, Tony's really drooling over that thing. Yeah, Everybody <laughs> is, I know. We're the only Rockwood. Everyone else here in our little corner has a Lance camper. Yeah, so. we're in Lance right. territory here in this corner, aren't we? Yeah. yeah, but we brought our Rockwood to show it off, too. So. And it's lovely. You yeah. know, I love the space in here. There's something for everybody, right? Absolutely. The only, as we always say, the only wrong answer is sitting home wishing. That's right. Yeah, that we want to we stop that. Yeah. So, well, Janine Pettit, thank you very, very much for joining us here on the Stressless Camping Podcast. We, we sincerely appreciate camping with you, meeting you, and just all the things you do out there. Well, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. I've been watching you guys grow your brand, and I love the kind of content you create, and I, I can't wait to share it out there. I, I want everybody to stress less over camping. You can't more stress less. So <laughs> thank right. you so much for having me on the show. Thank it's you. It's been our pleasure. Thank you. Happy trails. Well, would you like to be a girl camper? Uh, I love being a girl camper. I, I could not be a girl camper, but I can certainly admire and, and support, support them. Tony is a great supporter of both the Girl Camper uh, Facebook page. He puts a lot of really helpful comments on there. And also he helps me on the on the Girl Camper website when I post my <coughs> blogs to Girl Camper. You know what I need to find of a tribe? Nerd campers. Oh, maybe you should make maybe your own I tribe. Should. Hmm. <laughs> we could we could be out in the desert and it's like we got nano technology. I got a new Mac. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that reminds me of my a friend of mine just bought my a Apple Mac Watch Pro. is bigger huh. than your Apple Watch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, on the anti technology side, oh yeah, we have been. The majority of this past three weeks has been boondocking. And a lot of people like toast. Toast is good. Toast is good. How do you make toast when you're boondocking? Well, you could... Nope, you can't plug in a toaster, not when you're boondocking. Well, you could if you're running a generator and yeah, blah, blah, blah. I guess blah. you could. But we, uh, ever since Peggy was a wee last, she's had a stovetop toaster. That's right. It was my mom's and it came to me when I got when we got our camper. And so we are able to make stovetop toast. And it's a um, kind of a rack that you've, you can fold down flat and then you can flip it up. 
and put toast, put the bread on it, and the heat from below toasts it. Yeah, and it requires no electricity, and and also nope. it folds completely flat, so it's really, really about really easy to store. Yeah, yeah, a salad plate size type thing. Yeah, all metal, and it's it's great. Makes great toast. I made toast for us this morning. Yeah, he did. So we'll have a link to that stovetop toaster because they still they make still them. do make them. That's and right. We'll have a link uh, on the show notes to that stovetop toaster on Amazon. Right. Go get you one. It's a great, another great boondocking thing. We can make coffee. We can make toast or just about anything without. We never suffer when we're boondocking. No, that's, as Janine said, it's, you know, it's a, it's really a luxurious experience nowadays with these modern RVs. Right. So one of the times that we did not boondock. Yeah. Three nights. Three nights. We stayed three out of the last 23 nights we have stayed at, and those were not consecutive. We kept going back because we liked it so much. Yeah, this is a campground that we went to three separate times. We went there so that we would be close to our FMCA rally at the very beginning of our trip. Correct. And it's the Joshua Tree Palm Springs KOA. And we dug it so much that when the rally was over, we went back. Correct. And then we went to Quartzite. And then as we were leaving Quartzite, we went back again. Yeah. So what is it about this KOA that made us go there three separate times and really look forward to our stay? Well, part of it was the three separate hot tubs. Yeah. (laughs) Three different temperatures of hot tubs, which was great. And also a pool, which... Anyone who knows me is going to be shocked to hear that in yeah, January, I, I went swimming because the pool was heated to about body temperature. And so I went and swam laps in the pool yeah, in January. Yeah, it was in January, ladies I and gentlemen. I hate cold water. And it was not cold water at no. all. It was terrific. My favorite thing were the three separate jacuzzi tubs, each at a different temperature. And they were heated with mineral water. So it was, you know, there is a very mineral-rich water source. Yeah. And they didn't actually have to heat the water because it comes out of the ground right. at a high temperature. And so they just mix it in and, and you get out and you're, you know, you feel all like, I don't know, get out of that <laughs> mineral water. You feel all smooth or whatever the smooth. heck it is. Smooth. <laughs> um, um, it was a great, it was a really clean place. We did laundry there. We, um, I showered it one of the days there just because, you know, I like to do that every once in a while if I want to. In the shower house. She showered more well, than just shower, one of the yeah. days there. <laughs> <laughs> I like to use a campground shower house once in a while so that I don't have to keep turning the nozzle on and off and on and off. <laughs> right. No Navy showers in the campground. It feels so had, luxurious. Yeah. They had a miniature golf course there that was really cool they had bicycles to ride around they had, they had a rock wall yeah on one of the weekends we were there it there was a rock wall up and the kids were climbing on it there was a card room people were gathering in there to play cards or have just group kind of activities yeah there was a sauna that's right next there. to the hot tubs was a sauna so yeah there was a sauna and and, and just very very clean and super nice people yeah and everybody was super nice they the second time that we checked in there was a new person and she was learning and the third time that we checked in she was all there by herself and she she had it down yeah the other thing that i was really impressed with at least the first two times was the wi-fi there i mean you could yeah, stream videos speed. easily 
on their Wi-Fi, which is pretty unusual, although it was a weekday. The right. third time we were there was a Saturday night and not so much. A Friday night. It was a Friday night. Was it a, okay. And the, the Wi-Fi was still okay, but we were like thinking, wow, it's a lot slower. That's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, like at nine o'clock, it got fast again. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> so I think everybody got done watching their Netflix and went to bed. And yeah, so we exactly. got the Wi-Fi. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was just a great experience and we'll have photos on the podcast page and we'll have a link to that, uh, KOA. It was really nice. What did we pay? 40 bucks a night. Yeah. What a deal right. for all of that. I yeah. mean, so that's another thing. I love a good deal. And I thought that was, especially like I say, full hookups. I mean, when, when I saw RVs leaving their spots, somebody came out and raked the gravel yeah, every and site stuff. Was, I went to walk away from our site and go somewhere. And I realized that I walked across kind of the site next to us that was empty. And then I felt really bad because I left footprints in the next person's site. Yeah, they like raked the gravel like at some fancy hotel. But that KOA, I remember that at least once that they, I think during the training of that new person, they said they try to always keep an empty space between, until they, I'm sure until they yeah, get really until busy. They get full. But it's nice they don't just try to cram you into one section. They yeah. spread people out. Super nice place. So if you happen to be in India or going to Joshua Tree or Palm Springs, there you go. Yeah, it's actually I think I think technically located in the town of Desert Hot Springs. Okay, well that's probably but where it's the water. central to all those things. Yeah, that's yeah. where the water comes from. Right, Desert Hot Springs. The Desert Hot Springs. <laughs> well, that's where we went. That's who we saw, and that's the tribes and all of that. And and find your tribe, and and we have our Facebook group. So you can, if you have a tribe or you know a great place to find others who share your interests, come and share those with all of us. There right. are hundreds of people there that... Or if would, you're looking for a tribe, go in there and post and say, yeah. oh, hey, who out there is like me? Absolutely. And you will, I guarantee you, you'll find you'll other find people somebody. to camp with. Yep. I mean, certainly there is, you can go and camp in the middle of the desert all by yourself and listen to the coyotes. And that's cool too. There is not... <laughs> There is no wrong way to go camping except sitting at home and wishing. That's right. If you are looking for deals and discounts and great items for camping, or we have a deals and discounts page on our website. We do. And that's always where we post the latest deals and discounts on things that we use and enjoy. Right. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, as it seems the vast majority of you are, Boy, I can't tell you how grateful we would be for a review. It it helps it it's helps so Apple helpful. realize people are listening and then they tend to tell other people about our podcast. So if you would like to help us grow, which will mean better guests for you and higher likelihood that we will continue to do this, <laughs> post a review. We Please. an honest review with, you know, five stars, ten if you could spare the extra. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But no, seriously, an honest review will go a long way towards helping us to tell the story of this podcast. Absolutely. And of course we always try very hard to bring new value and content that really will make your camping experience a stressless one. For sure. So with that being said, uh, see us on StresslessCamping.com for deals, discounts, links to our social media and all of that. And uh, happy, happy camping. camping. We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. Don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app and visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar and more. 
I'm stressless camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping. I can't believe those people has no spinach. Plus, he looks like the guy who's always after me girlfriend. <laughs>